0: Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is persistence. Recovery takes patience and persistence. We are naturally impatient to reach the end without delay and skip the hard work of the program. Whenever we think we should be doing more in recovery, doing better, or going faster, it could be our disease talking to us. We might think we're behind, we'll never be good enough, or we'll never get through the steps. Such thinking can lead us to overexertion or, by contrast, make us feel like giving up instead of keeping a balanced, steady approach to working our program with actions coming from love. Yeah, I really like this paragraph. I think uh, one of the things is uh, a balanced, steady approach. I know that when I came in, I wanted to go full guns a-blazing into easily the most difficult program that I do. And, you know, I'm learning a new way of life that's will serve me in all areas of life, you know, that's spiritual growth will solve all my problems. And I think when I want to quit, you know, I did a, a four and five in the ACA, which was very difficult. And when I want to quit, I will probably find people who will tell me to quit. And, you know, I think I'm seeing right now the liberating nature of balance and, you know, having things that are recovery, having things that are vision, having things that are creative uh, with podcast and really look at progress, not perfection. Uh, back to the reading. There, there's a great slogan in Step 12-step programs, just show up. This means simply to be present here and now only and do the next right thing in front of us. It means to be at peace with our actions instead of pushing, forcing, expecting, or futurizing. It gives us permission to be human, be relaxed, and just show up for ourselves. This is how we develop perseverance and balance one day at a time. On this day, I give myself permission to suit up and just show up for myself to the best of my ability. You know, and I was talking with my therapist the the other day and it was just like the 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 part of like integrating both and thinking um and you know i've seen things and i think i was at a landmark forum and they also said that um instead replace ors with ands so you know there's this thing that like i can't be brilliant and consistent you know consistent applies a dullness and that's not true um when I'm living this way, which is, you know, uh, consistent, show up every day, one day at a time, the next right step, staying in the present, uh, really watch my multitasking. Um, There's a certain joy that when I do um, slow down and stay in the present, um, it's just a certain joy. It just feels calm and serene. And I think that tendency to overexert and be hard on yourself. I heard a great slogan the other day. Somebody asked me like what my COVID mantra would be. And I was just like, don't take things so seriously. Koan. I like that. On to the next reading. Step two. One purpose of step two is to introduce the idea of keeping an open mind on the possibility of a higher power who can restore sanity. For many of us, the wounds are deep when it comes to trusting anyone, especially a higher power that is often referred to as God. We have a history of feeling disappointed by most of the people and resources in our lives, including the God we were taught to believe in and pray to. As a result, when some people in our meetings refer to their higher power as God, we have trouble identifying with them or maybe even accepting that such a concept is real. Yeah, or that concept may be real, but just not accessible uh, to me for things that I may have done when I was 16. You know, part of the reason I like having this podcast is to really call out uh, the statements that are false, that are just not true. And maybe that could help other people as well. Back to the reading, but step two is meant to show us that we have a support system available to us, that we have different options besides going in alone, we can find a higher power to help us and that higher power can be whatever we want it to be. There are no rules. However, if we are going to recover from our childhood dysfunction, we're going to have to learn to trust someone or something to help us. On this day, I will learn to trust that I have a higher power willing to help me. It may be the group. It may be a feeling of calmness when I experience nature or a traditional God of my understanding. It's entirely up to me. Um, You know, this notion of like what thoughts serve me and... That notion of, like, I have to get it right. You know, I have to get that one way to access God. You know, like William James talks about the variety of religious experiences. What I love about this is asking for help is power greater than myself. Uh, nature. You know, I just remember the first time I went to Grand Canyon, I was just awestruck. Um, and then, of course, the traditional God and whatever that means. It could be a spiritual force. Um You know, there's something that kind of like led me on this path. You know, I think I went to a Tony Robbins thing and he said, do you feel guided? On to Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. And the topic is coping with stress. Inevitably, there are times of stress in our lives, no matter how long we've been in recovery. Sometimes the stress is outside or around us. We're feeling balanced, but our circumstances are stressful. Sometimes the stress is within. We feel out of balance. When the stress is external and internal, we experience our most difficult times. During stressful times, we can rely more heavily on our support systems. Our friends and groups can help us feel more balanced and peaceful in spite of our stressful conditions. Affirming that events taking place are a temporarily uncomfortable part of a good, solid plan can help. We can assure ourselves that we will get through. We won't be destroyed. We won't crumple or go under. It helps to go back to the basics to focus on detachment, dealing with feelings, and taking life one day at a time. Our most important focus during times of stress is taking care of ourselves. We are better able to cope with the most irregular circumstances. We are better able to be there for us if we're caring for ourselves. We can ask ourselves regularly, what do we need to take care of ourselves? What might help us feel better or more comfortable? Self-care may not come as easily during times of stress. Self-neglect may feel more comfortable. But taking care of us always works. Today, I will remember that there is no situation that can't be benefited by taking care of myself. And I think that is the rest, the lying down, uh, you know finding situations that work for me rather than, again, trying to get it right. I mean, this is like really... Di- you know, I talked about both and end, but like being in the right and wrong world is very diametrically opposite to having any kind of serenity. The final reading is waiting. Wait. If the time is not right, the way is not clear, the answer or decision not consistent, wait. We may feel a sense of urgency. May want, we may want to resolve the issue by doing something, anything now, but that action is not in our best interest. Living with confusion or unsolved problems is difficult. It is easier to resolve things, but making a decision too soon, doing something before it's time, means we may have to go back and redo it. If the time is not right, if the way is not clear, do not plunge forward. The answer decision feels muddy, wait. In this new way of life, there is a guiding force. We do not ever have to move too soon or move out of harmony. Waiting is an action, a positive forceful action, Often, waiting is a God guided action. You know, thinking of restraint of pen and tongue uh, from a 12 and 12 reading. One with as much power as a decision, and more power than an argument. Urgent, ill timed decision. We do not have to pressure ourselves by insisting that we do or know something before it's time. When it's time, we will know. We will move into that time naturally and harmoniously. We will have peace and consistency. We will feel empowered in a way we do not feel today. Deal with the panic, the urgency, and the fear. Do not let them control or dictate decisions. Waiting isn't easy, it isn't fun, but waiting is often necessary to get what we want. It's not dead time, it's not downtime. The answer will come, the power will come, the time will come, and it will be right. Today, I will wait, if waiting is the action I need in order to take care of myself, I will know that I'm taking a positive, forceful action by waiting until the time is right. God, help me let go of my fear, urgency, and panic. Help me learn the art of waiting until the time is right. Help me learn timing. I think that's that being an actor versus a reactor and keeping a vision and asking for help. It's just and and be willing to listen and receive it. I remember going to the Julia Cameron workshop and she says, I get the same messages as everyone else does, but I have to act on them. Um, I love that lady. And that concludes the readings for today. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause, particularly in nature, because that is where God is, to love myself, and to feel my feelings.